previously on Adventures in Questing. Can I roll a perception check to see if there's a very tall tower that I can see from where we are? Uh, there definitely is. It's <gasps> like right there. <coughs> Hello. What, we are what here can I do for, you? for some clothes. Mm. Nice ones. You guys come back to the, uh, the Plaza of Learning. I'll go first. I need to find naval records. I wanted to, we, we, we wanted to look at all of the records from 20 years ago. Oh, hello. Um, hello. I would like to research something quite different, so maybe you could help me. Okay. Um, I would like to know if you have a book about the history of the Baron Dog Commonwealth. I would also like to know um, if you have um, anything on the Schism of the Mages. The Eternals sound familiar at all to you? Um, yeah, I'd like to research the Giants, specifically Rakia. Um, and would you like to research anything? Um, I'd like to look up anything about the goddess Hariri. Do you have like a section on like cults? Like I'm trying to find out information about a cult called the Nightingales. You see a little uh, freckled boy with ginger hair. Hello. Hello. My name's Winnie. Hello. I'm Edward. Hi, Edward. Um, I was looking for a subject, or I was looking for a book, and I couldn't seem to find it. And uh, I don't know, I usually navigate libraries pretty well, but I was wondering if I could have your help? Absolutely, that's what I'm paid for. Okay, great. Um, I was looking for information on the Schism of the Mages and Isolde and um, her three lieutenants. Kind of like, ooh. Yeah. It's kind of like walking into like a Hogwarts library and being like, I'm kind of looking into like Voldemort. Like Voldemort and all of his followers. Yeah. He goes, um, right, um, kind of guides you to a little a little cushioned chair with a little table. And I'll, um, Is it gnome-sized? Yes, it's gnome-sized. Uh, he goes, I'll be right back. Let me go and look for that. Okay. He, uh, he wasn't going to get lower than a 15. I was just rolling to see if he could get higher than a 15. He scurries back over with just one big fucking book. And you can't believe you missed this. Because mm. it's called The Schism of the Mages. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're like, no. I, yeah. I, I must have been looking a little too hard. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> anyway, um, if you need anything else, here's this enchanted feather. Just say my name into it and I'll come find you. That is so cool. Right. And he runs off. <laughs> Um, all right, you crack open this book. Let's get fucking into it, man. Let me find We one. haven't been into it for I mean, the past we, oh, hour? We've been definitely <laughs> into it. You definitely find that symbol. It's it's referenced quite a bit. It is the symbol of the Enlightened, which is a Solda's faction that she formed. I think since Winnie herself has seen that symbol before and like didn't really recognize it as we like went through the things, I think that what I'm looking for is... Can I find anything in here that might help Layla figure out who she is? Because I know that, like, Layla, I think, just is not interested in, like, looking for it. And I think that I feel really bad that I okay. maybe had a piece of that and didn't really think gotcha. about it. So if there's anything at all like that, maybe, is what I'm trying to think about. This book ends um, with the capture of Isolde, with the final duel between Isolde and Nadia Kadir, and the breaking of the Enlightened. Something I will say is, it seems that Isolde is held in the exact same prison that Amadi Camden locked himself in. Uh, the Black Sanctuary is where she was locked away. You don't really know what to make of that. Like, that's okay. the last, the last section is, it's wrapped up, but it's not quite wrapped up, <coughs> but the book ends there. Okay. Make an intelligence check to make a leap for me. 21. Okay. Um, Layla described her dreams, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the dream that Layla was describing, Farrell and, and her two compatriots were clearly looking for something. In Layla's dream. In Layla's dream. They yeah. were searching for something and they needed someone to guide them to it. You think, maybe, that maybe if you can try to figure out what Isolde was trying to do, you could maybe extrapolate from there what her lieutenants are trying to do, and then from there, at least figure out a place to start looking. It's a very vague jumping off point, but it's definitely something that you could look into. You could continue to look in this book that was given to you to see if there's any um, mentions as well of Isolde's motives and goals and stuff like that. But it doesn't. It doesn't you mention it. Do you want to look for that? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're sort of fiddling through and you come up on Isolde, who's described as being naturally gifted at magic at the age of 10. 
gaining her anti-religious views very early on. She apparently wrote kind of like a Mein Kampf-esque book called The New Gods, basically talking about why the gods are bullshit and how mortals were supposed to be the next line of gods, but then gods took that power from them by giving them a mortal life. She is described as being obsessed with attaining immortality, obsessed with obtaining like unfathomable, unthought of arcane power. There were some who believed that she wanted to storm the gates of Eternia and kill all the gods at their source. Jesus. There is one passage that talks about some firsthand accounts from people who were captured who were members of the Enlightened, who overheard conversations that Isolde was having with her lieutenants about some kind of device, something that was hidden, something she described as older than time permits, a device that, if she can use it correctly, would unlock- Oh my God. Like, world-shaping power. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I don't think I had any other questions, Papa. <laughs> But I'm, like, wide-eyed, freaked out when I read about this, like, device she was looking for. For okay. sure. <laughs> I had one more thing pop into my head. I think upon reading that last passage, Winnie would probably try to go to, like, a book of runes or something and figure out if she can find, like, the origin slash the meaning of, like, those symbols that are around the eight-pointed thing. You can um, definitely, if you want to make an investigation check to try to translate those runes. Yeah, I want to do that. Go for it. Uh, it's a nine plus, it's an eight, so 17. This symbol, you didn't realize was a rune, but is a symbol for Vale. This Which little one? star within the star. There's an eight-pointed star within the eight-pointed star, and that symbol is Vale. These are all old, ancient, um, primordial runes. But you do manage to translate them because they are just runes, they're not like a language. This is the symbol of the Silver Halls of Eternia. <laughs> okay, why does it... Okay. Symbol Halls of Eternia is like heaven. Yeah, this sounds super familiar. The, I'm sure it's in my notes It's somewhere. the realm of the gods. I mean, I feel like we kind of like thought this, but we didn't like, yeah, it, didn't, like it has never been confirmed. It. We've okay. never been like, it is for sure That's what fair. these mean. Yeah. This bottom one that looks like a big scary mouth is called, is the symbol for the endless depths. This one on the left, the strange circular and square spiral is the realm of shadow. Oh, so my heart. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> this one on the right, the stylized tree is the realm of fairy. This one is the fire plane. Northeast is the plane of earth. Southeast, plane of elemental water. Southwest, plane of elemental air. Okay, thanks, that's it. Cool, cool. Um. Oh. <laughs> this whole episode, <laughs> um, This is gonna be like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, this time I wanna take my feather and say Edward into <laughs> my feather. You're like, oh! <laughs> And then this 13-year-old um, boy walks up. Yes, hello. Hi, I might be in the right section, but I was hoping you could help me find anything about the embrace. Um, sure. Um, just seat yourself and I'll come and find you. I'm, I'm sorry. Is that No, nope, happy to do it. He brings you a book of just like uh, prominent crime syndicates and criminal families uh, across the world. About half of this book is dedicated to the embrace. Um, the Embrace was originally believed to have been started by a devil, um, but after his defeat by some unknown force, this family kind of that was running out of one city began to spread more and more. You kind of find dates where they began to stretch into other markets um, that they got, were in the slave market pretty dang early, but then began trafficking in narcotics more recently, uh, sometime in the... They had been around since the Third Age. So they came to being after the Cataclysm when devils and demons were scattered to the winds after the defeat of Olak. So they had been around uh, for over probably about 11,000 years, slowly gaining more and more influence. There are records of like various like arrests and great moments of victory against the Embrace, but more often than not, it is notations of people who were known to be corrupt to work for the Embrace in high levels of power that were never prosecuted and never came to justice, and it was just kind of a common knowledge that like they were in the Embrace's pocket. Mm. Name an illicit market, they are probably involved in it, but they are also involved in completely legal weapons trade. They are involved in like gambling that is completely legitimate. There's this strange thing where it's almost, it's strange to you because it is known that they are involved in these horrible, horrible things. It's like the mafia. Like all the people that they've been able to nail down, it has been for like ridiculous charges, like tax evasion. 
Tell me about drugs. Is there anything in here? <laughs> Tell me about drugs. drugs. Tell me about drugs. <clears throat> is there anything is in here drugs? that would resemble what we have? Or like That's a different needed? book. You want to look at a book for drugs? Mm, okay, next. Are you going to look at the book of drugs? Or are you going to ask this poor 13-year-old boy to go and find the book of drugs for you? I'm going to ask Edward. <laughs> and Edward comes back. Hello, um, can I help you find anything else? Hopefully that book was informative. Looks around. Uh, yeah, it was. I just, uh, I, I just heard that name before, you know, and just didn't know what it was. Okay. Edward, I gotta ask you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Edward. <laughs> I am here to serve. What kind of topic may I uh, drum up for you? Edward, I'm sorry. Edward, my guy. <laughs> I, I, I need a book <laughs> that uh, can, like, identify drugs. Oh, all right. Like illicit drugs or legal recreational drugs? Uh, you know, bring me both. I'm sh- I'm sure that that the the worst they are is probably more on track. The um, worst they are? Yeah. What you know, the worst what is? A, a drug, like anything in like a tablet form, like bricks of red substance. He seems a lot less worried about giving you a book of illicit drugs than he does a book about the embrace. Mm. <laughs> he gives you this book, and you start to peel through it, and you very quickly find the drug. Doesn't really have like an official name. It's an alchemical concoction, but it's usually referred to as the Brawler's Cinnamon. And is generally renowned for if you ingest it, your strength and like capabilities as far as like violence and battle go, like skyrocket. Oh shit. <laughs> it is a drug constantly used by crime lords, kingpins to give to their enforcers in case there is a bad battle coming up. Um, a lot of like mercenaries buy good chunks of it. It is incredibly addictive and can kill you. Shit. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit, I really want that drug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else want to research something? I think I'd like to research about if twelve. Twelve? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you my summary that I wrote when I first came up of it with it, and I'll give you a few additional informations. That's how you say that, right? I will give you two additional informations. informations. <laughs> so if is the manifestation of objective good. She is the daughter of Ilyeth. She is one of the four Leony who personify the manifestations of good, evil, chaos, and law. There's also different depictions of her, depending on the culture. Almost all of them depict her as a humanoid female made of pure light, kind of gold skin with like bright white light hair. The name of her sword is Hope. And she wielded that sword. Um, That's the same sword that she plunged into her chest and and pulled out to wield against Olak. The majority of her mythology is like a collection of, it's like almost an even split between like stories of her like defeating evil monsters in battle, but also just like there are not as action-packed stories that are literally just her like aiding those who need aid. There's kind of like this dichotomy in her mythology where there are really kind of mundane stories about her just being very charitable and devoted like healing the sick. Like literally like there's a story that doesn't have any dramatic tension because it's literally just a story of her like visiting someone and then they like have dinner and have a good time. And that's the story. But then there are also tales like that are super epic and grand, like of like an immense scale of like adventure and violence as she's like protecting people from evil and dark creatures, driving darkness away, that kind of thing. She has a number of different names besides If. One of them, it's a very unoriginal, is just The Good. But she's also referred to as the Golden One and Light Keeper. Mm. It is believed that almost all the gods and goddesses have an avatar form that they tend to take when they visit the mortal plane. (laughs) Because most people believe that their true form is too abstract and strange to be depicted in art. But a lot of people believe her true form is probably, like, it's the closest depiction of her true form that people believe is just like a bright light. Like a bright, warm, sourceless light. She is described as being very hands-on in the early ages and being around a lot. Some mythology believes that she is still in hiding somewhere trying to heal, that wounds dealt to gods take thousands upon thousands of years to heal, and instead now visits people that she has designated as heroes, as vessels and vassals of good. A lot of people who worship her believe she has stepped away back to the silver halls of Eternia to the godly plane to heal, and now visits people that she has designated as true warriors of good and kindness and charity through dreams and through visions. 
yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of what you get about her kind of basic mythology and how she kind of works and how she moves through the world. I don't know if I've heard this before. Um, why did she plunge the sword through her chest? Right. So uh, in the Cataclysm, Olak opened these rifts to the endless depths and pulled forth, like called forth all of these devils and demons and evil creatures. And if met with him in a parlay and was like, hey, what can we do to get you to stop? What can I do to make you stop and not visit violence upon this unsuspecting world? And Olak said, kill yourself. Like, destroy yourself, destroy the embodiment of good, and I swear and I promise that I will not visit violence upon this world. And if, like, without thinking, like, climbed to the highest peak of a mountain, pulled out her sword, and, like, plunged it into her heart, and eradicated her herself of her being, and died there on the mountain. But then, when Olak broke his word, and continued to visit violence upon the world, and be, in fact, conquered almost all of the world, the deal was broken... This last grand alliance of people, angels, gods, and fae, still carrying the idea of it in their hearts, continued to push back. And their strength continued to grow and grow and grow. And with the combination of the deal being broken and the strength of good still in the hearts of men, she came back to life, pulled the sword from her chest, and joined the final battle for the cataclysm. Dope as hell. She's pretty rad. (laughs) <laughs> That's what you take away from that. <laughs> like, oh, um, oh yeah, pretty rad. I want to go talk to... I'll go talk to the receptionist again. Okay, you walk up to the receptionist. She looks at you. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, I'm back. Thank yes. you for the key. Here it is. Oh, thank you very much. I have another question. Of course. Do you know where I might be able to find, like, a wizard for hire? Like a hedge mage? No, well, I don't know what that means, but... I mean, I know I know some wizards and some, some arcane users, but I need to find something a little more powerful. Do you know where I might be able to find someone who, who knows Most wizards more powerful spells? that I have met do not just kind of like being asked to do things, but if you went to Legacy Row, where there is the uh, great number of sales of magical items and weaponry and armor, there are always spellcasters there who are willing to use their magical prowesses to answer questions and... That's what I need. I would suggest um, when you and your friends are done here at the library to visit Legacy Row. Legacy Row. Mm-hmm. Can you show me how to get there? Absolutely. She pulls out a map of the city, which I don't have. That's okay. Uh, I didn't make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's <sorry>. hard. <laughs> But she shows you, like, it's not its not very far away. It's its in Mid-River. You remember crossing past Legacy Row on your way to the Orchid, and you saw a couple of <laughs> shops that sold magical items and okay. magical weapons and stuff. That, that's great. But I, I do want to ask, do you have any recommendations personally? Mm. Um, well, I don't really ever need one of these, but... Um, um, <laughs> it's all right, it's not. <laughs> no, there's definitely someone I'm just looking... I'm trying to remember the name. <laughs> I've been doing months and months of prep work. This is definitely something I prepared. You've been doing months of prep work, like for me to come. Ask well, a librarian's question. job is never done. That's true. Asatina, the seer. Satina Are you the trying seer. to maybe find someone or get some questions answered or something? I need someone. That is who generally knows. why people want. Yeah, I, I need someone that knows how to scry. Oh yeah, you could go talk to uh, Satina, the seer. Satina she the has seer. a little tent. She's kind of you know out there, but she's pretty legitimate. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Of course. I guess I'll just sit here now and wait for my friends to get done with all their right. books. You yeah. guys all finish okay. your various research. <laughs> I just and like come, sit on a bench. Come back out of the library. The you guys are all done. I will say you guys have been in here for hours. It is not yet evening. Um, it is not yet time for the gala. You still have a few hours left to so explore the city. When everybody comes back out, though, I want to like gather them before we leave. Okay. Like, Cordelia gathers you all. You know, like I want to. Yeah. Uh, You're all gathered by hey, Cordelia. What's up? How did everyone's research go? Good. Did you find Good. things? Thora looks probably happier than you may have ever seen her. Thora, you are glowing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you look lovely. Thanks. I'm I'm ready to celebrate tonight. Why? Me too. What happened? Uh, we can talk later. <laughs> what? I think, well, yeah, later we should probably share if we found anything that yeah. others would be oh, good yes. to know about. But I, I had an idea, so I asked this nice lady over here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> And she told me about a seer on Legacy Row who might be able to scry and see what happened in Landlock. Oh. That's, a, yeah. Can we do that now while we're Yeah, we can go downtown? right now. It's, it's just, it's right around the corner. Great. Let's do that. Shall we? You guys are going to go to Legacy Row? Yeah. You guys walk out of uh, the Tom Hole? Yeah. While we're walking, can I talk to Thora? Yes. Hey, so what happened? 
Uh, you guys are kind of walking and taking in? all the sights and sounds. This can be a more private conversation. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you in primordial. Or okay. whatever the language is we speak. Primordial. Primordial. Cool. Primordial. The rest primordial. of us are just like, that primordial. is such a nice building. Oh my gosh, the architecture here. <laughs> You're so happy. Did you well, find something about, about Caleb? Uh, well, do you say his name? Well, in... I'd <gasps> spell it in the primordial. C A L. About I'd say you know who. You Voldemort. Know who. Yeah, you would know who. Uh, well, yeah. I just I've I've been really worried. Like I don't think I told you. Like like I I think she's gonna take out the marker that she got from the from like the second challenge and, she, and uh, oh. she's gonna say, well, I got the marker, but I didn't. Yeah. I just. It was weird. Like, I didn't fight anything. I sat down and played chess. Oh. And, like, if that would have been you, you would have smoked her. That, However, that was me playing chess. So you can imagine how that went. Um, I that didn't do well. I guess so. It sucks. Because your challenge would yes. be physical strength because you're good at that. Your challenge would be mental. All right, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I don't know, the the old woman like talked about how I have a lot of fears and stuff of my own and like I don't know, it just got me thinking like I'm starting to care for these people who we're traveling with. That's the problem is that it's just ever since everything happened it's just been me and you. And I was really freaked out by that like these were people I cared about and like am I putting them in danger, you know? Yeah. I just I wanted to leave, like I just felt like it was terrible and I went in there into that library, and I looked really, really hard, and, uh, you know, that's not my thing, that's your thing. But anyway, I feel pretty confident that, uh, like, maybe they're not around anymore. Like, maybe what, really? they really are gone. Yeah. I found this book that, like, talked about them, and, like, it, it had, like, an entry starting from, like, five years ago, when, like, things were starting, and then the last one was from, like, a year ago, and it said that like, that there's no longer activity, like, don't think that they're, like, a threat anymore, and they're, like, gone. And if, like, this is, like, one of the biggest libraries in the world. So, I don't know, I just, I feel like maybe we did, like, maybe they are gone, you know? Yeah. That's all you have to say? Yeah? I mean, here's the thing. I don't believe that they're gone. I don't have any proof. I found a book. Maybe you're right. And maybe we can start to let it go, but... It'll always be in the back of my mind. I know, I just thought maybe this, I don't know, just the, the thought of them being gone made me really, like, happy. But if, if you think they're not, then... Did it say that... It, it didn't mention us or what happened or anything, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the most we've heard about it, I mean, since it happened, so maybe you're right. Yeah, I mean, if, if there was activity, like, someone would have logged it in that book. Yeah, that makes sense to me. You just want to make perception checks for me? Yeah. Yeah. 22. Mm. 16. Mm. Also 16. Mm. Winnie, you're the only one who sees this. Oh. As you guys kind of left the library and started walking towards Legacy Row, two other people left the library mm. and started walking towards Legacy Row about 100 feet behind you. And you wouldn't really think about it. One of them is like a hot silver fox, like half-elf, oh, with damn. like dark silvery hair. You sure I wouldn't have known that? Um, <laughs> yeah, what, like, oh, very attractive. They're kind of the back of his hair kind of sticks up a little bit. Uh, and a shorter human woman um, with dark hair kind of pulled back into some, um, into some like two little buns on the back of her head. Um, they're both dressed in just kind of like, he's kind of dressed in kind of like a dark black series of robes and with some like purple accents and she's dressed in just like some blue robes. And um, the only reason you notice them is because they were definitely here when you guys got here the first time before you went back to the orchid. Like they were going to the library too. And then when you guys came out of the tailor, you recognize them as like standing at the desk where they, it looked like maybe they were get, getting a room. And actually thinking even more, when you guys rescued Josiah from like the careening cart, they were like one, two of the onlookers in like the crowd. Uh, and they're following you right now. Walking, talking, chalking. Okay. I love all the arches in the buildings. It's really nice. <laughs> it is really, really quite beautiful here. It's Venice. Ah. You guys continue to walk. Are you doing uh, or saying anything? I am going to go, uh, like, skip over to Pim. And, like, obviously, I'm, I'm definitely trying to just, like, act like everything's cool. Cool. And I'm just going to say, hey, Pim. Hello. 
I just noticed something kind of weird, so I'm going to talk a little quietly, but promise me you're not going to look around, okay? Yes. There's a couple of people following a short distance behind us who I noticed when we arrived at the Orchid and also when we left the Taylor today. They walked out of the library after us today. Um, they are very familiar, and I believe they are following us right now. I just don't want to draw any attention to us, but I think we should kind of start letting the group know, and I decided to start with you. Make a stealth check, Winnie. Just kind of surreptitiously, surreptitiously walk up and talk to Pim. Something I'm so good at is stealth, and I got a seven. A seven? Okay, you walk over and talk to Pim. So, um, I really want to look. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, is the woman in the blue robes? Can you describe them to me? Yeah, to be clear, Winnie's whispering this, but a short human woman with dark hair and blue robes and a tall guy, which I didn't write down what they look like as much, but uh, dark skin and dark hair, black robes. Could I try to see if I remember seeing them at any point? Like retroactively? Yeah, make, like a, make, a, retro, make a perception check with disadvantage to try to retroactively remember what they looked like. Oh. Well, the second one was a nat 20. What a waste. Abe's? You don't really remember that. You don't really mm. remember noticing them. So, uh, and we're like just in the streets right now, walking mm-hmm. around. Okay. When I noticed them this time, did I notice like facial expression wise? Like, do they seem kind of like bad people? <laughs> seem kind of casual. <gasps> any symbols? Uh, do I notice any symbols? You didn't notice any? I didn't notice any symbols or anything. I don't know if they're from a group or um, anything like that. I don't know. I can't tell if they're dangerous, but they look kind of casual. Would you be mad at me if I asked them a question? I wouldn't be mad at you. I just want us to all be safe. I just wonder, like, we try a little thing. Oh, can I ask them for directions or something? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> all right, Pim's going to, like, stop and be like, oh. and, like, look around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then, like, see them. How far away are they from us? I turn around and there's nobody matching Winnie's description. Oh. <laughs> 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 Winnie made this up. Oh my gosh. Oh god, now I'm really nervous. Can I make a perception check? You start to look around and you do hear, um, excuse me. And you turn back around and the man that Winnie described is standing in front of you now. Jesus Christ. How tall is he? He's like six foot. Uh, and the, the woman who's maybe like, uh, probably like five two, shorter woman is is standing there, and they're both, and they stop you like you guys are kind of like <laughs> like in front of them as they're just kind of like looking at you. The woman looks a lot more kind of like like she's like eyeing all of you. The male half elf kind of looks a little bit more intrigued by all of you guys. Were you looking for us? <gasps> you know, actually, um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Thor's <laughs> gonna turn around and say, "What's going on?" The rest of us are now finally like, "What?" Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> huh? What? What's going on? You just see this this young woman and this very attractive kind of silver fox half elf talking to Pam. Can we help you? Well, I think maybe uh, y'all can help us by just answering a couple of questions. Is uh, there a problem here? Yeah. What's going on? Are you cops? Yes, we're the cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not the cops. I haven't done anything wrong in this city. (laughs) That's a good line. I'm aware of that. I'm aware of all the things you have done wrong. Who are you? All right. My name is Kingfisher. This is Toei. Do you mind if we kind of gestures to an alley? Do you mind if we duck somewhere where maybe passerby can't hear us as well? I'd sort of like to stay out in the open. I agree. Absolutely. Okay. Just some of the things that I want to ask you about are sensitive and there are people around and I know you guys are on the run a little bit and I didn't want anybody to... Hear us talking. Oh, can I roll uh, like a check on this guy? Yeah, can roll an insight check. Insight, yeah. Uh, five. Five? This guy seems super affable. Oh, God. Like, kind of charming. Oh, no. I'm happy to literally answer any question you might have for me as long as you answer questions we might have for you, but I'm just saying that I know that some shadowy forces yeah, are maybe who do you trying to get their for? mitts on you. Well, I don't know if this will mean anything to you, but he um, he reaches and kind of opens Jesus. up his vest. Fuck. Um, and there is a little silver songbird perched on a branch, um, which you recognize from Nadia Kadir's tower. You're right, that means nothing to me. Um, (laughs) I saw this symbol on Nadia's door, I think we can trust them. Oh, Oh, that was fast. But yeah, I'm I'm also in. Well, apparently you do recognize this. Yes. Kind of not, we're not really like well known, but my name is, I'm technically Agent Kingfisher, and this is Agent Toei, and we are members of the Ornithi, and we just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. All right, yeah. Let's, uh, I kind of I kind of look at Winnie like what what is this what's going on because you seem to know and like that made you feel comfortable but I have no idea what this is 
Well, the Ornithi is Nadia Kadir's order that she formed. And I understand I've never met Nadia, but um, I've, I've read a lot about her and I've done a lot of research and I know someone who knows her and speaks very highly of her and this is her symbol. And I guess that's what makes me feel like I trust them. And I understand if you don't agree, but that's my instinct. Okay, and yeah. it could be wrong. Look, I just want to talk to you. My friend Toei here is very suspicious of y'all, and I think oh. we could just assuage a lot of concerns if we just ask you a couple questions. All right. Yeah, bring it on. Sure. Right, duck into this alley? Sure. Kind yeah. of, they go first. Joel, yeah. yeah. All right, so what's your questions? Well, we were just kind of... Our tasks, me and Toei specifically, were tasked with a lot of things, the protection of this specific city, but also just, as with all Ornithi, we are tasked with magical disappearances, strange occurrences, that sort of thing, and we kind of have eyes and ears everywhere, and, well, y'all are popping up on the map just all over the fucking place, and lo and behold, you show up here in Svanhill after a number of very strange incidents, some of which we believe you were probably directly involved in or not, and we were just kind of wondering what your business was, because we do know a party matching your exact description was seen going into Landlock the night of the fall, and then arriving in Silas, talking about the fall, and then leaving Silas about two days before its fall, and then arriving in Faith Haven, at which point a massive divine surge of magic happened on the island, followed by two massive conjuration spells, and then you got involved somehow with just probably the most dangerous group of people in the entire world. Um, somehow now you are here, even though literally not even a day ago, like earlier this morning, <laughs> y'all were in a different area, miles from here, and now you are here, also following a massive surge of divine magic. Okay, and now you're kind of wandering around, and it now seems maybe you're rubbing shoulders with some higher-ups and nobility. So we're just wondering, what the fuck's <laughs> up? You know what, when you say it like that, it does sound very suspicious. Yeah, it's deeply suspicious. Uh, lots of this stuff happens by accident. Look, I'm just gonna say, for me looking at it, it kind of seems like, and I do, I mean no offense, it seems like you are some people who are just somehow very good at getting into trouble. the trouble a lot of the time. All right, right there right. would be a lot more I would say those two no, events, bet. both in Landlock and yeah. Silas, are bad trouble, but um, did um, not will, get fixed. We'll also note that we were in Landlock a As long time before it fell. Yeah, we do know your affiliations with uh, Raph. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, know about the fall of Landlock. Yeah, you're the first person who's, right. ever, who's known. Look, I'm so happy to answer any questions, but again, my partner here, Toei, is... Very, she's just, she has not said a single <laughs> word. She is just glaring at you guys like, oh. uh, she is deeply concerned um, that maybe you guys are a little bit more nefarious. So if you just answer your questions as to what you are doing here, sure. okay. we uh, will happily answer any questions because we, if you're kind of more along the lines of what I'm thinking y'all are, then I'm happy to kind of fill you in if I can. But uh, again, what's up? Because again, you guys do stand out. This is like a human city. I get looks. Right, right, right. I'm half human. Right. None of y'all are human. <laughs> yeah. And you're walking around. Uh, this is a very great point. Um, I mean, that we, mainly oh, okay. we're here yeah, cool. for uh, to go to the library. That was that Tr was truly, really the main reason that you we came here. You mentioned several events that have been very strange, and, and it wasn't our fault that those events happened, but we're trying to figure out why they happened and how they're all connected. So, right. also... I'll just be really honest, I'm a huge fan of Nadia Kadir, and I would really like to meet her while I'm here. Um, make a, just make a quick history check for me. No! Uh, uh sorry, uh, ten. Oh, you definitely recognize the name Kingfisher. Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, he's like a, he's like, if I were to use King Arthur as like an analog, he's like a Galahad. Huh. Okay. He's in a lot of the stories involved. But you like just shit. have this realization You're like mid like, through <laughs> talking to him. And I believe, sir... Yeah. Uh, age King Fisher, sir. You can just I call me King Fisher. Certainly, sir. Uh, <laughs> King Fisher. I also believe that I have read about you, and I must say it is an honor to meet you. Kind of looks at Toei, and Toei's just like, gives a shrug. <laughs> and uh, that's personally one of the reasons that I am here. But, Cordelia. Oh, I'm uh, here for uh, sort of research about yeah. some, some personal revenge. Right. That has nothing to do with any of this other stuff. Well, no, we know all about... I mean, we're very well informed, so, I mean, it's probably... Didn't someone, like, betray you or something? Oh, my goodness. You know about that. Damn. Wow. I mean, there was, like, a massive culling of almost all the pirate community about 20 years ago. That tends to pique our interest, but... Yeah. Also, we all thought you were dead. <laughs> okay. Do you know where she is? 
Uh, now, who are you talking about? Zanash. Mm, I don't. Like, personally. I assume, I assume that's why you were going in the Imperial Records. Yeah. To figure oh that out. Oh, my goodness, you guys know everything. Well, no, we were just following you around the library. It's just kind of using our eyes. Right. Also, um, he snaps his finger and his a little familiar gets conjured in the shape of a kingfisher, like a, the bird. Also, my familiar was flying around chasing y'all. Wow, and none of us noticed that. No, you don't. Y'all have bad passive perceptions. We also heard about the Cerevium, and we were very interested in that, so... Y'all got memory gems? Yeah. Yes. The fuck y'all get memory gems? Where did we get those memory gems? Found it. Found it. <laughs> Found it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Where, though? Hey, can you explain oh, to me... Oh, so no, we're just going to no, go down no. the line. You guys worked for Raph. We know that much. Yeah. We know that very well. You guys left during the, the fall? Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, we barely escaped with our lives. All right, and then you guys arrived in Silas... You have any idea maybe what caused that? Because it's kind of boggling in our mind. Whoa. We knew there was some sort of we we knew there was some sort of strange alliance there between the governor and some sort of vampire yeah. spawn. Yeah. Um, but that had been going on for a while, so we didn't really know what had happened. But it seems like from all of your very guilt-ridden faces that maybe you don't do you know what. Uh, yeah. Well, we looked in. There was there was like this mirror in the uh, vampire spawn's lair. We sure. killed the spawn. Oh, uh, okay, so that's why. What so you, you killed like a, a lieutenant of the yeah. undead king? Yeah. And did you look in the mirror? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, do you guys have like a list of people who are after you? We should make one. Should that's make really smart. You should definitely put the, did he see, did you see like a handsome dark hair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, that's the undead king. I'd I have literally the list of people who I are after you. I pull out a sheet of parchment and I, I start writing down, I, I write <laughs> our enemies. All right, well that explains <laughs> a lot, so. And I start writing them king. down. All right, so undead so the, king, Yeah, the uh, undead spawn, okay, that makes sense. So you guys left, they they tore through the town. I mean, they killed everybody real bad. Mm. What, what about Yika? I don't know who that is. <laughs> she had a trading post. Oh, little uh, kind of old gnome? Yeah. Oh, very dead. No! <laughs> it's a good thing we got Todd Tavin out of there. Who? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, the, I cannot emphasize. They ripped through that town. Oh, my God. Who? Who? Uh, undead swarms of zombies, uh, skeletons. I think there were some vampires spawn. The undead king's forces. He does not take the death of his lieutenants very lightly. I knew there was some sort of tentative alliance between the governor and um, the vampire spawn y'all killed. And when that... Really? Oh, Alliance was broken of well, some. The, yeah, I remember they were sending the people governor down there was allowing like, oh, the right. vampire to just kill people and sending them down there to be to protect eaten the children. Yeah, that sounds like the kind of alliance most people make with vampires. You know, I'm, I'll give you some people I don't know so I can protect the people I do know. We just didn't feel it was right, and oh no, it's we tried super to reason not right. Him. It's super wrong, but like, you kill, if you if you break that, he was he's an emissary for someone higher up. So when he's killed and. The governor's, I'm assuming the governor probably hired you to go and do that, or at mm -hmm. least you, he was... Well, he hired us to go die. They didn't pay y'all for doing that, did they? Oh, yeah, it's important. They did. Uh, yeah, they did. I'm just saying that at the time, it didn't, af, af, in, uh, in retrospect, it didn't seem like they expected us to survive. I want to be very clear. Morally, I think y'all did the right thing. I'm just saying that they maybe didn't think through the fact that if they killed or were even remotely involved in the killing of the emissary of some higher evil power, that that evil power would not, you know, respond in kind. They clearly didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, next on the list, what's, uh, what's And next? so what's up with the big divine surge of power? Do you guys know what that was? Wait, where? What, what are you what? talking about? In Lanlock? Uh, in Faith Haven, there was, you guys have been in there a few days, but then there was yeah. like a big divine surge of power, usually linked to like the awakening of some kind of god or goddess. What? Yep, yep, what? we definitely went and fought these things, and then we broke an amulet, and this... Oh, yeah, super hot snake out. lady. <laughs> yeah. And then we went oh, into yeah. this place. Cool, oh, so you just... all released a god then? Yeah, well, that's we would just we That was just to fill time. Good lord. A side quest, if you will. All right, so... It's a great way of putting it. <laughs> that explains the Divine Surge. Then there were two conjuration spells that were cast pretty close to each other. Some sort of plane shifting magic. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is that y'all? Uh, yeah, we, yep. Yep, we did yeah, that. We found yep. a key. There's a box. And... Like I said, most of this happens by accident, but we found a key that was in a box. Well, it, the box was the key, and then it took us to uh, a fire plane. Fire plane. Yeah, it was very it, hot. It was hot. We, it was we hot did not everywhere. stay there. All right, and that allowed you to just you know jump around planes. Yeah. 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 No, I have that box. Haven't really done. Uh, um, nope. Nope. Our friend does. We don't. All right, and now y'all are here. 
just to read some books? Sort of, yeah. Actually, yeah. Well, really, that's really the main yeah, reason. Well, like and you want to follow up on that weed. Yeah, it's it's all it's research and. But listen, do you can you answer something for us? Yeah. Do you know anything about what happened in that? Yeah, lock? anything. That that's what kicked all of this off, and we just we sort of feel like. Certain things are connected, but we don't know why. Yeah, and no one has mentioned Landlock at all. No and every time we about ask, it. Yeah, every time we ask someone, they don't know. Well, it doesn't surprise me that people aren't talking about it because they killed everybody. Y'all are the only ones who know what happened, and people don't exactly go into Landlock all the time. You know, all the other towns and, and cities just kind of, you know, that's, it's a hard place, the vast. People don't talk about that kind of thing, and you guys were the only survivors. Nobody else lived, as far as we're concerned, as far as we believe. So do, you, do, you know, do you know if it's confirmed else. if Raph died? There was some sort of explosion that happened underneath the boathouse and where we believe maybe his office was hidden. Yeah. There was some sort of large explosion. Um, so we didn't really recover a whole lot of anything from the boathouse. Uh, as far as what you we... You went there, personally. Oh, I didn't. Toby did. And then a couple of other agents, um, Nadia sent us to check up on it. We have pretty good sensors and Raph and Nadia go back. What? Oh, yeah. Raph and Nadia know each other. Knew each other, I suppose. Thor is going to put a hand Winnie's on Winnie's shoulder. When his eyes fill with tears. <laughs> Thor is going to put a He never told you that? No. Did he know how you felt about her? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think so. They were old friends, I guess, from younger times. I don't know. But, I mean, they did like a sweep of the city. Man, everybody had been killed. The bridge, you know, the... The shackle yeah. had been broken. Yeah, we saw that. We managed to do some sort of, you know, some kind of divination magics to kind of see, but we didn't really identify some strange angelic beings and then a bunch of kind of maybe cultists of some kind, some some conjured devils, but um, they seem to have vanished as quickly as they appeared because we couldn't find any trace of where they went. And you haven't seen anything like that anywhere else? So far, there hasn't been an attack like that anywhere. It definitely seems like maybe they were looking for something. If I had to wager a guess, they were probably looking for something that Raph had, or that Raph knew. It certainly seemed like it. So I think once they couldn't find what they could find, they slaughtered everybody so nobody could, you know, talk about what they'd seen, and then they vanished. I don't know where, where they came from. Angelic beings doesn't sound great to me, because they're not normally associated with genocide. Um, I think Thora would describe what that big scary dude looked like. They were divas, weren't they? Didn't we, look, didn't mm-hmm. we like do research yeah. and find out what they were? Yeah, that sounds like a diva. Female version of a hustler. Yeah, the male version. Well, a male diva is called a hustler. Um, now, generally, I mean, they're usually associated with being the messengers of gods, but usually they're kind of the, the lackeys. They're on the lower, they're on the low end of the totem pole as far as angelic beings underneath the planetar and solar. There's just so much has happened, and as far as I can tell, some shit's happening, but I don't think most of it is connected. I don't know. Why would, why would these things follow us around like this if yeah. it wasn't? Incredible bad luck. Yeah, and I guess you guys know about the embrace as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, as far as I can tell, like the attack on Silas is obviously not connected to what happened, other than it's tangentially connected because you were both, you're involved in both. But like the angelic beings didn't seem to have anything to do. As far as I know, the undead king does not have any angels under his employ. And the only other, like, big event that's currently happening is Antani, and I don't think that's connected. It's not the same kind of level of attack. It's a completely different level of disaster, but it's not, like, a mass slaughter. I mean, some people died, but not nearly on the level of landlock. Oh, I... That's I, literally just... We were just wondering what the hell y'all were doing I forgot there, to add the deal we were trying to keep our distance. Enemies. And I'm not, like... Like, we can handle ourselves, but it definitely seemed like you had caught on to us, and I figured a more direct approach was better than, like, turning well, into, like, pigeons and flying or after you or whatever. Hopefully just, tragedy doesn't follow us here, too. I really hope so, because I do live here. I just... Where, where do we go from here? Yeah. What do we do? He shrugs. Look, I don't, I'm not trying to tell you your business or anything. I was just curious as to what y'all were doing. I, actually, do you... Going back to the idea of maybe what Raph was uh, looking into, uh, does, were there any other people that maybe they were involved with or any other leads that I could follow up on? Oh, yeah. Do you know anyone named Riddick? Reddit. Vin Diesel's Reddit. character from Pitch Black? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that movie? Love that flick. Reddit. Uh, I think I know that name kind of. Toad, do you know that name? And she just kind of shrugs. That name sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm, I'll definitely look into it. Evan Reddit. First name doesn't help, but <laughs> I do appreciate having it. I could definitely go and look into some stuff. They were working for Raph or with Raph? You, you, Something. You there was some contention Maybe. there. Uh, what do you mean contention? I mean, like, 
something. We we know a very bare minimum, but I mean, I have several notes if you'd like me to share. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raiden's like we oh, really you take don't notes? know She's anything. She's a thief, <laughs> and, a known thief, treasure hunter with uh, halfling, lots of tattoos, and uh, kind of a freelancer. You know, kind of does her own thing. That's so much to go on. <laughs> But I, I was just trying to give you what I had. No, that was a compliment. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I think they were. I think they like, were. Like you went from her name's Edvin Redditch to also she's a halfling and has many tattoos and is involved in these social circles. Yes. Like oh. my net just shrunk. No, got bigger. Mm-hmm. Does it get better? My, my Whichever net just one is the bigger. good one. Because a bigger net would help you catch net. something easy. My net got yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but smaller. Bigger net. Smaller, smaller amount of creatures. School of fish. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. Smaller pond. Yeah, I like it. Sure. Toey's just like just sh- like throws her hands up. <laughs> what are we doing here? I think she might have been working with Raph or trying to or something. All right. Well, I can definitely look into that. By the way, how did you get out of there? Oh. Thanks to Raph. Yeah. Okay. How though? Uh, he had a an underground tunnel. Oh, like a, just like he had dug it to escape things or. Yeah, they were researching something. We don't know, but they were looking for something down there. They were researching something? Yeah. Have any idea what it might be? These people don't seem like an illusion or something, right? <laughs> These two? Yeah, can I roll another check? I'm getting so paranoid. You can just reach out and touch him. <laughs> or, you can, or you can make an investigation check if you want. Pim's wanna, just like... If you don't want to do it with touch. <laughs> Pim's like, yeah, <laughs> right. I do. Okay, make an investigation check. Nervous. That's a three. Okay. You don't know. <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he goes, uh, all right, I don't mean a pry. I'm just kind of curious. I don't have all the pieces, and we it's just a so strange We have so many occurrence. pieces, but we have no idea how they go together, or if they even do. Yeah, we have a lot. There's so a lot. you know Nadia. Why do you need to know this information? Because I don't, and that's this is my job. I don't really know much about her, so, like, do you just help solve a lot of problems? Well, we're kind of like an organization and we try to investigate magical occurrences and strange happenstances um, without, you know, the bureaucracy of an entire nation behind us. Alright, that's pretty fair. Um, and <laughs> I'm, like, huh, and I'm stationed here, I'm, I'm kind of the, we don't really have a, an official title, Tony calls it the head uh, bird, but I think that kind of sounds kind of silly, so I don't, I just, I'm, in, I'm kind of in charge here as far as the ornithi. When Nadia is not around, because when she is around, she is, uh, she's in charge. Is she around? No. Where is she? I am absolutely not going to tell you that. No. Uh, My friend here just really wanted to meet her. Oh, I get it. She was, she's rad. She rules. But she is unavailable. Is she going to be back anytime soon? Uh, she did not give me a timetable when she left. But anyway, I'm in charge of Hill, but also, you know, I, I try to run as much information and things pass through, and we're always trying to solve problems. And what happened to Landlock is a conundrum. We don't know the faction. We don't know what they wanted, and, and any pieces I can put together can at least give me some leads. Evan Redditch so, is a good lead. Raph was definitely... I do believe that he did have something. He wanted us to destroy his desk before we left. All right. Which we... He was the only reason we got out, so we went down into his office where he had like that really big tank with all of these creatures. Oh Is yeah, his, yeah, I've really heard about that. Important, but but it was cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, and we went through a portrait and destroyed it before we left. And he was insistent that we destroyed it before we went through. And we got through and went through these tunnels with lots of like really old history and connections. It was really weird, like an underground town almost. Ruins. They both are like, they both like go from casual to distinctly like alert and interested when you mention that. Underground city? Yeah. It's also not the first one we've seen. There's one in the Moorwood. Yeah, we're uh, really good at finding random things apparently. No, okay, so underground city like Super ancient. Like, like really old. Before the first age. Tunnels that lead to Toby rooms. is now tugging on uh, on Kingfisher's sleeve and he's like, I oh, know. And like pushes her, like palms her <laughs> face and pushes her away. She's like, <laughs> kind of walks away. Uh, you didn't happen to, while you were exploring, find any like symbols Why or anything. Like you? an eight-pointed star, perhaps? Uh, kind of. More like a... Question mark? Compass. Why do you ask? Yeah. Why do you ask? Kind of looks at Toey. Toey kind of like winces and, and kind of gives him a nod and goes, so... Do you have like an office? No. 
So this is going to seem very sketchy, and I do apologize. I absolutely cannot talk about this, and I do actually need to say what you just said to someone very important. Thank you so much for all your time. No, wait, I will no, definitely no, talk no, to you no, later. You can't do that. You can't do that. Look, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be there. And they both vanish in a puff of smoke. What's the actual fuck? <laughs> they didn't give us anything. I hate them. Except Ugh. that Raph is dead. Raph is dead. Well, they said they didn't find his body. The building blew up, Thora. I just... Look, I, I know. I just know that time passed. We didn't know that passage was there. Maybe right. there was another one. Just you Now they're just standing alone in this alleyway. Where do we think uh, they went? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know what to think about any of this. Yeah. Except that maybe I'm peeved. Except that maybe the the compass <laughs> has just risen to the top of the priority list. Um, yeah, maybe. Can I make a perception check, like out of the alley, see if there's like a building with that symbol on it? There's not. <laughs> you don't need to make a check. Did they leave anything? Like, did they drop anything before they left? Just severe dissatisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to keep going? Severe dissatisfaction. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> we should just feel. go to this gala and get wasted and forget all of this. That does help. Oh, that sounds so nice. I never meant I will to say try it's getting, to... It's getting later in the evening. Like, it's going to get close to time we where you should go. We should go see if our garments are done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to head back to the Orchid? I know you were planning on going to Legacy Row, but you can go oh, a later time. Oh, I, do we, we still do we still want to scry? I want to know. Okay. Even more. I okay. mean, they told us that, but who right. knows what's happening we don't know now that time has passed. Right. right. So you guys are going to keep going? Yeah, so I guess what do we want to try to describe to her? To look at? Let's see if she'll... Like the boathouse or... Raph. Raph himself? I say Raph himself. Is anyone good at drawing? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can draw. <laughs> yeah, me too. You guys arrive at Legacy Row. It's bustling. There are people coming in and out of the magical item shops. There are all kinds of... It's like a. It's kind of like Diagon Alley vibes, but if Diagon Alley was like really upper class. Mm. Okay, we're looking for someone named... Satina. And Satina. you very quickly find like a little <laughs> shop. It says Satina the Seer, and you open the door and there's a little like... Ding, ding, ding. Is it a beaded curtain? Yeah, and Madame Zeroni from Holes comes out from around the corner. <laughs> Madame Zeroni. Uh, oh. There's a brief moment, and you hear, um, Come on in, then. Okay. Hello? Uh, you guys kind of walk in, and after a moment, this uh, Professor Trelawney-ass-looking yeah. bitch yes. comes around the corner. Is it Trelawney or Trelawney, okay? This one's Trelawney. She's got a huge mane of, like, dark black hair, and she's got big glasses that, like, magnify her face. She's got a bunch of, like, scarves and her, like, a lot of earrings. She's got, like, a nose ring that has two chains that connect, like, on a little swoop over to her ears. Two cool. She kind of comes, and she's just dressed in, like, a big, really loose robe. And she goes, oh, hi there, I'm, um, Satina this year. That is not what I expected you to sound like. Hi, we are interested in hiring you for some scrying. Is that a service you offer? That is the only service that I provide. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm happy to do that for you. How much is it? Do y'all have like a drawing or is it a person or a location that you want well, to describe? Well, there are a few things we were Maybe one of about. each. What's the pricing? Well, location's very easy because I am a very traveled lady. Okay. Um, so it would be a lot easier for me to, um, to scry there. So that's only going to be about 50 gold. All right. Um, on a person, specifically, if you don't have a drawing that is near perfect of their likeness, then it's going to go anywhere from about 100 to 150 gold. All right. Because scrying spells, you know, take a long time and are very tiresome and right. require a lot of materials and all that. I'm happy to do it, but that's just kind of my rates. Shall we do the location first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, what, uh, go follow me back here into the scrying room. And she, she leads you back <laughs> into, into uh, past like a little beaded curtain into like just this round room and there's only candles lit here and a bunch of rugs. She sits down on the ground. Okay, there. Um, so I, all I need from you guys is to um, just let me know the location that I'm going to be scrying for you and I will scry for the full 10 minutes and then come back to you and tell you everything that I see. Landlock? Okay, the city of Landlock in the vast. Is there any particular landmark you'd like me to uh, center my uh, my vision on? It's uh, a big city, and I can just do the city, but it would just kind of be smack dab in the center there. So how would you scry on a town that's kind of destroyed? Well, I don't really think the method would change all that much. I would just scry and then see what I see and then let you know. Have you, have you been there? I have been there before, yeah. Maybe just a place in the center street that you can... Okay, there was a, um, 
The boathouse? There were definitely um, towns on the boathouse, like the tavern. Yeah. I can definitely do that. Okay. Been there before. It might just be, you know, totally ruined. It's just round on a location, so I can um, just kind of do the general location. Cool. You can see she's very curious as to why you want her to describe. You're mentioning that it's, like, destroyed, but yeah. she's, like, very professional, so she's not going to ask. <laughs> she's just like... Very Midwestern. <laughs> okay, so here we go. I'm going to just describe real quick. This is going to take me a little bit, because I am going to actually do it as a ritual. So it's going to take 11 minutes. <laughs> and we're going to do this in real time. It's going to take 11 so. minutes for me to cast a spell <laughs> and then 11 minutes for me to scribe. So technically 21 minutes until we're done here. Okay. 22 even. One might no, say. it's just 11 minutes to prepare and then 10 minutes to scribe. Oh. So 21. We'll, we'll listen back to the tape. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do this in real time. <laughs> that would be buckwild. Um, she pulls out a crystal ball and sets it down on the ground on a little pedestal. She pulls out two mirrors on either side of the crystal ball. She pulls out a little fountain of holy water and she sprinkles it over and then she traces a line in, in like diamond dust. She pulls out a little U wand um, and she traces some symbols in it and she crosses her... A U wand? A U wand. A U wand. Yeah. Uh, and she, after 11 minutes, finishes casting the spell and she sits cross-legged and she just sits there for 10 minutes. Ooh, there. You are not kidding. That town is oh. fucked right up. Oh. Um, I can tell you what I saw, but I'm going to say it's not exactly the most interesting 10 minutes of my entire life. Um, basically just a lot of rubble and um, the river's still flowing. So that's kind of cool. Um, a lot of carrion eating birds. Seem to be some uh, really bad off corpses and um, nothing else as far as uh, people, places or things. It just kind of seems like a ghost town. As far as the scry can see. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Were you waiting for that? <laughs> Definitely no, um, didn't find any action. It was not. It was um, pretty quiet. All right. Did the sky look weird? Did the sky look weird? Well, let's see. Right now it's about early evening and there are a few hours ahead of us. Or no, sorry. That's the wrong way that time zones work. <laughs> it was a little bit brighter there. Seemed fine. I mean, it's your world. It could be backwards if you want. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. My time zones are the other way. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, she goes, yep, so is that it or can I do anything else for you? Oh, also, can I get my 50 gold, please? Him will slide over 50 gold. Thank you. Um, do we have a picture of Raph? You said you were good at drawing. Oh, I... Were you lying? I, I didn't say it. I was great. I said I can draw. Do you want to try to draw a picture of Raph? Yeah. You can also just describe him to her. I'll do both. I'll try okay. and draw a picture. Make a dexterity check. <laughs> you draw, uh, and as you're drawing, we'll like be describing seven. him. Seven. Seven? Okay. And now oh, describe no. him. So he's Wait, pink. Wait, is it only me or all of us? <laughs> you guys you guys can all describe him. Yeah, he's a tiefling. So he's, he's pink. pink. Okay, so he's, he's a like, tiefling. He's pink. His name is Raph. His name is Raph. He was not pink. That's Max saying that. He was white. Um, Six feet mm. tall. He's white tiefling with pink eyes and kind of a dad bod. Okay. Um, but like so David Harbour. His but like okay. David <laughs> Harbour vibes. One sure. of his horns would have been recently damaged. We saw it get cracked when we okay, were leaving. That's a good uh, The horns that were sort of uh, like, like this. Okay, kind of a Texas Longhorn situation. Yeah. I don't and know one of that is, but yeah. Sure damaged. I'm very worldly. I've traveled okay. many Texas. places. I have been to Texas. Texas actually is a fantasy realm in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone with a Texan accent so far, they're from Texas. <laughs> she goes, okay, so it's a white tiefling with pink eyes and pink hair and a freshly new damaged horn maybe Does and a bit of a dead bod. Okay. Kind eyes. Kind eyes, okay. And I go, those eyes were... Pink. 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 Okay. Really nice. Really nice. Okay, that's really not great nice. for my physical details, no. but... I guess you can see that in, in someone's language. face. body language. In body language, sure. And just general disposition. You're right, I spoke at a turn. Alrighty. Mm. Well, I can give it a go, unless you guys have other uh, descriptive things you want to see. I can show you some fan art if you'd like. Oh yeah, pull up some fan art. Um, <laughs> she goes, okay, well I can go certainly off of that. I'm going to say right away that um, without a really realistic photo for me to see, just going off of my, you know, image of him in my head, it's going to be a bit harder for me to scribe him. But I am drawing. Hmm? I'm great in drawing. Well, Thank she kind of holds up this drawing. It's <laughs> like a stick figure. <laughs> With what's, what's been drawn here seems to be a stick figure, but he did like a half circle to illustrate the dad bod. Right. Can I yeah. try to shade it a little and bit more? And then did some horns. But he did color in <laughs> the eyes with a pink colored pencil. So that's Andy. Do you want to shade I, it a little? Yeah, I'll just try. Okay. Make a dexterity Fixing check. it up a little bit. Dexterity? Yeah. 
14. Okay, so the shading's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so based on this and then the image, the descriptors you've given to me, I'm going to give it a go. Here we go. Oh. She sets it all up again to do it. It takes another 11 minutes. And she finishes the spell. She sits down, closes her eyes, and almost immediately opens up her eyes. I'm sorry I can't uh, make a connection. To, I don't know how well-versed all of you are in scrying, but basically that means one of three things. Um, one is um, they are alive, but they just have a very strong willpower, and I could not connect with them. Or uh, they're dead. Or they're on, on an entirely different plane of existence from where we are. So, sorry about that. Could I have a hundred gold, please? Here you go. So sorry about that. Can I do anything else for you? Scry on anything else or anyone else for you? Maybe another time. Maybe we can come back tomorrow. Always happy to help you out if you want to come back later. All right, thanks. Okay, I do hold weird hours. I'm only open at sunset. At sunset? Around sunset. I'm so glad we caught you right now, then. You did, yeah. Good to know. Actually, yeah. I do have one more request. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. I've never decided what Zanash really looked like. Right. So, can I just say that I describe her? Yeah, high elf woman. Oh, okay. yeah, she was a high elf. Yeah. Okay. Can you describe Zanash I describe her as, yeah, clearly as, as I you can. can. Okay. And I'll even, I'll try to draw a picture. Okay. Should I roll to see how my picture is? Sure, make a dexterity check. <laughs> 16. Okay. Decent artist. Yeah, so I give her, I just like, give her the most thorough description I can of Zanash Voynar. And I tell her also... If this matters, another name would okay. be Avery Jace. Avery Jace. Okay. I'm going to just set this up here. Takes Sorry, guys. A, takes 11 minutes. Sits down. I couldn't make a connection, but that one felt different, like she's maybe there magically shielded from divination magic. Hmm. Huh. There are sort of amulets and, per- and things you can purchase to shield you from divination magic, so maybe they have something like that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, of course. Is it what, 100 gold? Uh, yeah, that would be 100 gold. <clears throat> mm-hmm. While that happened, uh, I think Thor would turn to Raiden and say, do you want proof that they're gone? Yeah. Okay, Thor is going to give <clears throat> her 100 gold. Okay. Raiden will chip in This is, I'm going to close early. I'm not even going to deal with that asshole out front. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll go half and half. I don't need to work all week. We'll go, <laughs> go half seas. Um, and she's, you would be able to describe him in detail. Yeah, do you want to try to draw him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please. I'd do another stick figure. Okay, let's do it. Make it a pretty check. Um, yeah, eight. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I think she's stick figure try with to angry eyes. Describe. And I write stupid with an arrow pointing to him. Okay. <laughs> I think she's going to try to describe Caleb as best she can as being a half elf. With dark okay. features. That was all that we really decided on. So I guess that's similar to Any stupid. You can't Any tell them I stick figure. Okay, attractive, dark yeah, features, super dark attractive, hair. dark features. Also, everyone could probably hear this. I don't think that Thora is hiding. Okay, and his name was? Caleb. Caleb, okay. Here we go now. I'm going to set this up. It takes another 11 minutes to set it up. Okay, here we go. That sits there. Continues to sit there. Ten minutes pass. Oh, God. Mmm. Kind of pops back up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what'd you see? Um, the fella that you asked me to scry on. What was he doing? Uh, well, he's not nearly as attractive as you described him as. He's got a whole set of scars on the left side of his face. Looks pretty gnarly. But he wasn't really doing much. I caught him sleeping. What? Do you know where? No, just in a dark room. I can only see, like, ten feet from my invisible sensor, so he definitely looked like he was taking a nap. Look right banged up, though. Well, there's our proof, I guess. I'm going to say the energy in this room just really changed. Yeah, Raiden's going to storm out. Okay, did I get that gold from you? Yeah. Has she, yeah, she paid it before. We paid it in get it? He storms out. Oh, my God. Thora, Thora collapses Thora. on the ground. Yeah. I go over to her and just sort of, like, awkwardly don't touch her because I'm kind of afraid of her. <laughs> Yeah, I'll run over. No! I can't believe it. So you're just outside, like, raging? Yeah, he's raging. He, he's, like, stabbing the ground. He's just screaming. He's pissed. I just, like, really lightly... Like, Raiden looks like Thora. Touch now. Thora on the wrist. Are you okay? Hey, yo, what's going on here? 
t you can't tell me that you always scry on people and then the person is just so happy to see them, you know? And maybe she just isn't so happy to see him. But... No, I know. I'm just asking what's going on. Also, oh. it seems like he's defacing a lot of public property out there. Oh. I'm fine with whatever. I just didn't realize that this was going to be a sensitive thing. You kind of just rattled it off like all the other stuff. I thought it was just kind of a person you were yeah. looking for. Dora, who was that? I'm just going to slip into the back room here. I, th I think she's probably just unconsolably sobbing. Mm. God. I'm just going to put my teeny tiny hand on her hand. I'm so sorry. Who is this person? I, I think it's pretty apparent that she probably can't talk. I think it's that kind of uncontrollable grief. I think I just sort of sit there and like, just like have a hand on her shoulder and just kind of sit until she is able to maybe sit up or, or move on to another place. Pim will go out to check on Raiden. Are you was, right? Oh, okay. When you talk to Raiden, he turns with like just pure anger in his eyes, just fuming. And he's like panting and his hair's all messed up and he looks just like wild. I suppose it's nothing you two want to talk about, but um, I hope whatever it is, you, um, I don't really know what to say, so. Raiden starts bawling just like Thora. A little bit of time passes. I am um, uh, conjure, just like really quickly conjure like a hanky, like a handkerchief and hand it to Thora. Okay. Oh, yeah, she takes it. <clears throat> um, I'm really sorry. I bet you guys have a lot of questions. Uh, I have a couple. Not too worried about it, though. Should we, uh... Just want to know that you're all right. I, I mean, know. I know that might be kind of a stupid question, because I can see that you're not all right, but... Yeah. We should probably leave here. Head back to the orchid. Yeah. And we're like, we're all, we're in like the same area of town. As yeah, the orchid's really close. Everything. You guys go and leave and you just hear, okay, well then, have a good night then. Yeah, thanks for everything. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So you walk out. Yeah. Uh, Raiden's gonna get up and see you and immediately run to you. Yeah, I think she just kind of falls into your arms. I'm gonna kill him. Hey everybody, it's Allie. I play Winnie here on Adventures in Questing, and I've recorded this outro 87 million times, so this is going to be the last one. Thank you so much for listening to episode 37 of Adventures in Questing. I'm freaking out that we are at episode 37. It's so exciting. I also have some really exciting news for our Salt Lake City local listeners. This Friday, January 17th, we have been invited to participate in a talk back after the University of Utah Theater Department's production of She kills monsters that's right it's a play about DD basically uh the show starts at 7 30 p.m and then the talkback will be following the show so we would absolutely love to see you in the audience um, come out show your support for local theater and your love of DD. One more thing, if you get a minute, we would love for you to throw us a rating or a review on iTunes or Spotify if you haven't done that yet, or hey, even if you have and you want to do another one. It really helps us grow the podcast and get it in front of as many people as possible, so we really would appreciate that. All right, everybody, that's enough for me. Please follow us on Twitter at ADV in Questing or Instagram at Adventures in Questing. We love interacting with you guys and chatting with you guys, so we hope to see you there, and we hope to see you here next week it's like michigan ave in chicago haven't been there i think so oh. no. <laughs> it's like broadway yeah in new york well no goes, that's there's a theater district it goes forever well. but it's like a long I'm saying it's a really long road that goes forever yeah. like it follows along. it's like seventh east <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um salt lake city people get that uh, yeah she basically